show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer, episode 72. It's me, Russ the Faceville, and I'm joined by Terry the Urgold Rune Pike. Um, and today we're going to talk about Fire Slayers. Yo. Um, before we get into Fire Slayers, so Byron's launched a Kickstarter all about his Series D brushes um, from Artist Opus. Um, so we've got an affiliate link, so if you click through that, that will help us. So we'll put that on the post, but also tweet it um, if you want to back it. But basically, these are really nice um, dry brushes, basically designed for dry brushing. Um, but they're not like your traditional dry brush. They're very sort of dense, soft fibers in a round head shape um it should be used for stippling and um you can get some really nice techniques with these um i don't know if you've seen any of the content but some of the he's done some good videos as well like on how to use them so it's worth having a i mean probably link those into the into the post as well just so that people can have a watch it's quite interesting seeing how he dry brushes yeah, it's very unique, um, and he's got some top painters as well involved um, that have done some really interesting stuff with stippling and, and dry brushing, so I know Dave Soap has done some stuff for him, and um, yeah, it's just interesting to see um, a different take on a technique which has kind of got a bit of a bad rep um, by a lot of painters out there, but actually it's a bit more abstract, but I quite like it because it's abstract. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just putting colour in the right place, um, you know, and, and it's almost like the brush equivalent of airbrushing, but you can also do fine highlights with it if you're really, really, um, if you take a lot of the paint off and you're really, really kind of soft with the brushes it's, and spend the time to be thorough. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, but I, I went to Salute and he had uh, some demos there and it was quite interesting to see him painting some um different models but he did he had the atst that he'd done which looks amazing um and what's really cool about it i mean not only did he get the name right but it actually looked really good um <laughs> yeah um, but it was quite nice as a lot of people were were really excited about the product there and um um i know that you know siege studios had a had a big display opposite and your manius cowgar was there wasn't it so yeah, I wasn't expecting that. It was a nice little... Someone sent me a picture of it. They're like, oh, your model's on display. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I didn't get to get near it because it was heaving when I got there. I kind of like waved at James and he was like, oh, I can't talk. And I was like, yeah, I know. I saw pe- people just admiring Calgar. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, just ignoring all the product. They're like, oh, look at that money. It's Calgar. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was cool to go. I mean, like, I, I managed to get um, free entry because a friend of mine um, runs... Was running a game which he's kind of it's like a prototype version of a game that he's gonna I think he's gonna turn to a product and launch on Kickstarter in the future. But um, it's like a zombie survival science fiction um, game, That's which cool. you know is called Last Living Souls. And he he had a big display out there. I'd airbrushed the board up for him to jazz it up a bit because it's he he did have it before at a show. Um, and a lot of my gaming group because because I actually 
whereas I was walking around the show, a few people bumped into me and were like, oh, hey, how's it going? And, oh, I didn't really expect to see you here. Um, and I was kind of saying, well, I do play an awful lot of alternate games. Like I play pretty much anything and everything. Um, I've got a gaming group that every Thursday we, we play loads of different stuff. And, and basically, like the guys... That are, that are sort of doing that game a part of my gaming group and I and um all of us kind of chipped in and helped out on different aspects of the board um but it was quite uh, it was quite cool because they ended up picking up the best science fiction display um demonstration game award at the show so that was awesome um and I got sort of cheap rail fare there so it was nice to have a day out in London see a few people bump into a few old uh, old faces from the Warhammer scene and a few people I've not met before who come up and said hello, who recognise me, which is a bit scary, but cool at the same time, um, and meet some of the people um, from the more kind of traditional wargaming industry, I should say. And uh, yeah, it was it was cool. It was, uh, it was good fun, actually. It's the uh, first time I've been to Salute for years. Um, and honestly, it was well worth going. Uh, there were some good bargains to be had as well. I uh, I splurged an awful lot of money on the Batman miniatures game because they had some really cracking offers on that. So uh, hey, that's cool. yeah, yeah, good show. Um, anyway, um, so we're going to do about the uh, Fireslayer Battle Tome review show today and go through the book as we normally do. Um, obviously, we've done a, quite a lot of these, and and if people out there thinking, oh, are they just reviewing books now? No, we will be doing more shows and tournament shows and hobby shows um unfortunately we've just been very busy so byron's obviously been launching his kickstarter and uh things like that I've, I've had quite a lot going on in my personal life so i haven't um i haven't really had the time to dedicate to um face hammer so apologies for that um i know you've been working working hard at your uh <laughs> sort of building your your career up haven't you terry so yeah i've been painting a few hours a day <laughs> just a few um yeah some, probably, some of the probably stuff doing 100 uh, hours a week at the moment or something <laughs> some of the stuff you're you're churning out though is really good mate so it's uh, it's really nice to see your updates in our chats yeah um, bring in some bring in some nice stuff along the south coast hopefully uh do well in the painting competitions with that so we'll see how that goes we'll we'll get another glass butt plug for you this year mate it better not be (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, i don't know because because dan's um going to be sorting that out and i don't know if he's done it yet but um but uh pro painted are supplying all the painting trophies except for the best in show so if that's what you're aiming for we hopefully that will be a dagger but i can't promise well, um, that's what I'm painting a model for. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not a little glass butt plug. I mean, it's it's it, the win's the win, you know. Yeah, it's just exactly. nice to have a dagger. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe after the uh, the incident one year, we we we've stopped stopped doing it. So uh, I don't know, um, but obviously South Coast next weekend. Um, excited for that. Have you have you thought about what you're taking? Uh, I'm taking my Nurgle thricehold list. It's. I haven't had time to paint any army stuff because I'm just painting stuff other people so much at the moment. I've not had a chance to to really branch out and do my own thing, and I'm kind of waiting for Slanesh as well. Like I've got a lot of Slanesh already painted from like way back at you know AOS. Yeah. Probably when it was not even. Well, it might have been South Coast Comp actually when I painted all the chariots. And, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like Sheffield three four years ago the first aos sheffield so yeah three four years ago yeah, it's um, so i've got plenty ago. of slanesh already done i'm just waiting for the new shinies that were obviously real revealed at adepticon because that keeper of secrets is insane 
Yeah, the, the it was that the yeah that there are some really nice models coming from yeah. for that range. Um, obviously, we I really like the um, Inferno in Rapturous from the uh, Raff and Ruin set as well. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's, that's awesome. But that new stuff, awesome. like the two, it's like two heralds, almost like jesters climbing around a mirror. That is one of the best pieces of yeah. of kit ever. Like it's the, so much character. Yeah, that's the epitome, I think. So, uh, yeah, that's really cool. I'm, that's uh, yeah, it's awesome. For me, I've I've been I haven't done any hobby really. I've I've been on a bit of a painter's block. Um, at Salute, Brian did give me two Series D brushes, so I am planning to add to my corn, um, which I am tempted to sell my army. Um, I. I might have to take it to ETC. I don't know yet. Um, and I've got uh, a few other things kicking around that I was thinking about doing. Um, I, I think what I might do is I might try out the Series D on... I've got a great and clean one, which is uh, the Forge-Odd one, just yeah. undercoated with rattle cans, and I might I might give it a go on that. Um, I've also got um, a lot of change, um, which... I've had since the release, which has kind of been traded around people and never really painted. And I think it might be nice to try and some really bright out there dry brushing, you know, going between some really random color spectrums um, to just see how that goes. Um, I've also got an awful lot of Adeptus Titanicus models, so I could I could use them on those to do their exoskeletons. That's a pretty good dry brush project right there. The whole lot would be um, stippled and dry brushed. On, on the on the metallics so um yeah i mean i i just don't really want to wreck the two brushes i got by using metallics on them so um like I might... I, i've used mine a bit that i got sent as just just try out and do some like you know give some feedback on and i think i think they're pretty hard wearing i don't know if you'd wreck it using metallics like you probably maybe, maybe but... you're better off having one just for metallics but yeah that, that's what i mean I, I don't mean it will ruin the brush i just mean that it's very hard to not get metallic flakes um particularly as like i find dry brushes tend to work best when you don't really wash them out you kind of just dry brush them until they don't do any paint anymore Does that makes yeah. sense uh, i don't so, know i kind i kind of wash mine in the brush soap as well you, that you know the masters brush soap whatever it is to hmm. i mean the series uh s and m both come with um little yeah, brush little soap, yeah. cleaner brush soaps i mean they, those should probably work on it quite nice um but yeah, I know what yeah. you mean though. Once if you just continuously dry brush till nothing's there, you could just put yeah. a new colour on. I think that's what um Byron was saying in some of his demos he was doing that. Um I'm quite interested to um try out I didn't get a dampening pad which looks that sort of moistened pot thing that looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's quite uh, quite useful actually. You get like a little bamboo lidded pot which has got like a, a dampening sponge in there. And um, he was using that to a really great effect when he was dry brushing. So I might have to, um, I might have to either talk Byron up or uh, wait. I mean, I have back, back the Kickstarter, but it's not. I don't think the pledge is for September now. Um, so I might, uh, I might just have to sort of uh, use use like a wet palette or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, I mean, actually, talk about the series D. I wonder if Byron's planning to do um, demos Friday at South Coast. During the day, yeah, I'm not sure. He might, might be he worth. Might be. Yeah, it might be worth giving him a nudge. Actually, I'll ask him because I kind of want to see him do it in person again. So yeah, it's it's kind of like watching him use it is kind of a bit inspirational, um, and it kind of gets you kind of thinking, oh, I really want to use that now. Whereas when you just think, oh, it's a big dry brush, but actually it's not. It's so much more than that. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's cool. But I haven't really. I mean, I've got the heat the week after South Coast. I haven't decided what I'm going to take. I might take my corn. Um, obviously, I did quite well. My flesh heat is at heat one, um, picking up a podium. Um, so I might take my flesh eaters again. I might take my master's list because I think that's really strong. Um, I haven't decided yet, but it, I mean, what I do know is I don't have an awful lot of painting time. Um, and so I, I'm, I need to kind of think what, what I could realistically take, but I kind of been tempted to sell my corn army, um, sort of just get rid of it. And, but I might have to use it ETC or six nations. So. I'd yeah. like to keep hold of it for a little bit longer. I'm tempted to like just play around with some mixed chaos and get my Skaven and Zinch back out. I put some of my Zinch and Skaven up on Instagram the last few days just to like get it back out there because it's not been out in a while. And I just want to play it again now. Yeah. Like, I really miss my Skyfires. They were oh, that, that, I just love them. I, I just love getting them out because they're just they're so colourful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're awesome. I mean, uh... it'd be cool to actually use them again. I always um, feel like that when I get my Blight Kings on the table. Because I, yeah. I just love, I love those units. They're probably some of the best things I've painted. Um, and I, I just I just love getting them out. Um, and my Great and Clean one I'm super happy with. So um, well, maybe I might take Nurgle. Who knows? You could do. Add a Great and Clean one in. Just rock up a bit of Thricefold, mate. Have you done your, have you done your trees yet? Mm, possibly yeah. for heat too not you for might, south coast <laughs> you might need you might need to because if i'm taking nurgle you're gonna have to get some yourself oh sorry i'll tap someone up for some trees <laughs> oh so lame man just paint oh them. i've got so much stuff from painting at the moment i ain't got time for trees <laughs> just get your get your big d on it yeah fun. i could do actually you'll probably do them in a weekend to be fair a weekend you do them easy i did mine in a day yeah i know but i've got so much to do <laughs> anyway um yeah so we will be releasing other shows but um honestly there's been so many battle tomes coming out um to keep on top of the recording it's kind of been every time we've gone to record it's been an obvious thing to record on so yeah um, and the shows have gone down quite well so oh yeah i mean reviews these, are so. always good and that you know help, yeah. helping people decide on unit choices and things by giving them a bit of insight is always always good but um should we talk some little hairy men yeah let's talk little hairy men um then we could talk about fire slayers um no uh <laughs> honestly um just just before we get into the fire slayer show obviously like when we did the corn show i've got an awful lot of experience with corn you've got an awful lot of experience with corn yeah so we could be really kind of in depth um between the changes what was old what was new fire slayers is kind of a little bit different because i've never really looked at them or played them so i don't really know um I played against the them book. a lot, but it's always the same couple of units. It was just men that go underground and pop up and throw axes, then charge you. It was it was just the same couple of war scrolls, and I yeah. never really saw like magma drafts or any of the, like the cool looking stuff. It was just three blocks of thirty men that popped up and ran at you. Like there wasn't really yeah. much in it. So if we treat this like a new like whole new book as in just a new army as if fire slayers didn't exist before it'll probably be a, a bit of a better one than trying to reference back to stuff that you know oh this has changed since then it's like well we'll just go for go for it as new yeah exactly um i think it's definitely the a good way to approach it because we just don't have that 
that historical knowledge, I guess, is probably the way to use it. Um, so let's get straight into Battle Tome Fire Slayers, which is out tomorrow as we're recording this. But um, there's only there's only a couple new models, um, and that's the um, is it Magmic um, Invocations? Is invocation? That what it's is it Invocation or Incantation? Is it Invocation? Okay. Well, let's find out. What does it say? Uh, invocation. Yeah. Invocation. Mag- magmic Invocation. And then um, we've got the uh, Magmic Battle Forge as well, which is the um, new what, terrain piece. What did you think of those models? I think the models are really cool. Um, <sighs> See, I'm, I'm the the palisade looking thing looks just like the other palisades. Um, the the flame, maybe it's the paint job on it or something. The flame like thing just doesn't. It's not really exciting. Like you look at the Skaven ones, it's really cool. You look at like the the corn ones, they're really cool. That it just they they weren't like super exciting for me. I mean, they're they're still cool, but I, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted something like epic levels of like giant flaming towers and like the like the magma like creature thing that's coming up. That's cool. cool. That's that is really cool. really cool, but the like the fireball thing and the wall, like the wall, just looks like the pal- palisade with some flame stuck on it. Uh, no, because if you look at it, it's actually got like the Urgold runes. Oh yeah, it's got it. the little runes on the top of it, but it kind of it looks it's just it's very similar. Um, yeah, I I like the little volcano. It's like a volcano, isn't it? Spurting it out little, fire. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I think it's just a paint job. If I'm honest with you, like I actually think if you saw the models built and painted are you planning to do them because i know you did the um, yeah, i'm gonna do these as a dry brush um like project just to test the the brush out because it's fire like it's perfect for um for dry brushing so mm. i mean that creature as well he'll look cool if you convert him up and use him as an actual like i don't know monster of some other sort but you, the... could, you could use him in lots of um different ways i think because he's um He's obviously like a big creature coming out of the ground, but if you were doing like chaos, you could use him as like in like chaos dwarfs or you know um, I don't know. Like there's probably a lot of stuff you could use him for, but he's he's, cool. you, he's like half a dragon, so you could sculpt the back end of it on and turn you it into put a dragon. A pair of wings on him, couldn't you? Yeah. Use him as like a summon bloodthirster. Put some armor plates on him. Yeah, I was I was saying about putting wings on him and him being a bloodthirster the other day. Actually, that's um. Interesting, he went there as well. It's kind of the same. He's just a big flamey dude, isn't he? So, yeah. Uh, the lodge looks pretty cool, though. The little dwarf, like, weaponsmith, like, I guess it's a little armory forge hut thing, isn't it? It looks cool. Yeah, the forge, I think it's cool. I mean, um, it's very, I like the back of it probably more the than the front. The back's more it. exciting than the front <laughs> with the. Sorry. With the cool little, like, uh, the pipework and the stones and everything at the back. It looks, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's got like the set of bellows and things like that, and the mouths obviously where the forge is, and yeah, I, I think the the battle forge is cool. It's uh, it's quite a nice kit. I think you could um, do a cool terrain piece of it as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And as in, like, not use it as the forge, like turn it into something else, um, as as an actual just piece of generic terrain on the table, be pretty well, cool. I quite um, I quite like using the army specific terrain just as terrain. Yeah, like, I guess you could just put like the noble trees down and just use them as little trees, or like you know the loon shrine or the yeah. you know the Skaven Norholes. Boat, like or the boat is on the boat. quite a lot of tables at Warhammer World already. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I mean that that will look cool actually, just scattered around a few tables. Because it's just like they're just cool pieces of terrain. Like if you're doing like a themed like realm of fireboard or something, it it would actually go quite well. You know, sort of like you could do like I don't know. Like I think I think you could just use them as terrain. Like that's that's what I really like about these. If it's like oh I like that terrain piece, I'll just buy it. I'm not playing the army. I just I just want to paint the forge. You know, it's quite cool. Yeah. So even like the corn altar is really cool. Yeah, like no, definitely. Anywho, that's the models. Um, so let's get into the rules. Um, I guess allegiance we just ability command yeah, traits is our first, isn't it? So we'll just start with the allegiance. So yeah. um, we've got the Urgold runes, which are, these are the runes that they got uh, in the handbook, didn't they? Because um, yeah, was Firestone the first battle tome out? One of them. It was one of the first, wasn't it? Because yeah, it came so. before um, Seraphon got their allegiance abilities and stuff, and, and Sylvaneth. So it must have must have been right at the start. Yeah, it was. It was one of the first three. I think Seraphon, Fire Slayers, and Corn Stormcast. Those four were right at the beginning of AOS. Um, so yeah, it's a long time coming. So you got the. Um, Start your hero phase, you activate one of the six Urgold runes. Um, roll a dice. Based on a one to five, it's the normal effect. On a six, it's got an enhanced effects. Um, and you can only do it once in each battle. Um, and once you've um, used one, you can't use another one. So basically, they can only be done once. Um, yeah. So you have the Rune of Fury. So re-roll hit rolls of one for... Uh, attacks made by friendly fire slayers. Uh, enhanced is add one to attacks of melee weapons used by friendly fire slayer units. Yep. So pretty cool. Yeah, solid. Uh, rune of searing heat. If a modified wound roll of a fire slayer unit is six, add one to the damage. That's uh, nice. Enhanced. Roll a dice for each enemy unit within three of any friendly fire slayers units when the rune is activated. On a two plus, that enemy unit suffers one mortal wound. Yeah, just a free little bit of damage, and that's quite cool. Yeah, um, rune of awakened steel. Um, improve rend by one of their melee weapons, uh, and in the enhanced effect is um, improve the rend by another one. So it's minus two rend. Wow. Um, fiery rune of determination. Add one to bravery of fire slayer units. Uh, enhanced um, fire slayers do not take battle shot tests. Um, uh, rune of relentless zeal add two inches to the move of fire slayers uh, enhances add two to charge rolls for fire slayers yeah I mean they're all decent they've all got a place so and last one is rune of farsight add one to hit rolls for attacks made by fire steel throwing axes enhances add one to wound rolls by throwing axes so yeah yeah, all really useful. Um, kind of, yeah. That it's like a nice bonus you can have. I mean, some of the best ones, obviously, is the uh, Rune of Fury, Searing Heat. Um, I think uh, Rune of Determination used to just make you immune to Battle Shock, so I think that's changed. Um, and then in, in the lodges, so a bit like the Grand Courts and everything else. There's basically lodges you can take, which give you an overarching rule for your army. Uh, we'll go on to those later. Uh, in terms of command traits, um, so we have the Auric Rune Fathers and Auric Rune Sons only, Inheritance of Grimnir. So you have Fury of the Fire Slayers, add one to charge rolls for friendly Fire Slayers, Holy of an 18. 
um, honor the ancestors. Do not take battle shot tests for five slayer units wholly within twelve of the general, which is pretty good because I think their bravery is quite low, if I remember correctly. Um, I think we're only talking like um, sixes and sevens. Sixes, sixes and sevens for most of the units. Yeah, uh, characters. Yeah, because most of the characters look eight, eight or so. So yeah, yeah. similar to Stormcast, I think. So. Um, Spirit of Grimnir, if the general is on the battlefield, when you roll or activate an Urgold rune, it has the advanced effect on a 5 instead of a 6, which is probably a staple go-to. Mm, that's pretty nice, isn't take. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe um, you've then got uh, Blood of the Berserker. Once per battle in the combat phase, after the general has fought in the phase for the first time, if they're within 3 of an enemy unit, they can immediately make a piling move and attack with all the melee weapons for a second time. So it's like a once per battle go twice yeah pretty um, solid okay um i still I, think the enhanced rune on a five plus is probably the yeah um iron will add one to save rolls so not a bad thing to have um i don't know i guess you could put this these guys could be on magma drops right so yeah. that, that could be quite good um and then you've got the um, Destroyer of Foes. Add one to damage of the General's melee weapons. Obviously, that wouldn't affect the mount, but um, because the mount rules. But uh, yeah. Then you have Command Traits Magmic Empowerments for Auric Rune Masters and Rune Smiters. So Fire Mantle, subtract one from hit rolls made by enemy units while they're within three of the General. So that's quite nice because it doesn't have to hit the General. It's just within three. Yeah. So quite decent. Uh, wisdom and authority at the start of the first battle round get D3 command points. Again, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Oath Slayer, add one to bravery. Or friendly Juridin. Oh, Juridin, so not just Fire Slayers. Units while they're wholly within 18 of the general. So not, I don't know how much useful that will be, but it's okay. Um, Ashbeard, the general knows two prayers from Zagrim Blessings table instead of one. We'll get onto these in a minute. Um, Fire Steel Weaponsmith improves the rend of his weapons by one. And Master Priest, once per battle, start of your hero phase. If the general's on the battlefield, you can activate one Urgold rune that has already been activated instead of one that has not been activated. Oh, cool. She gets to use the mm. same one twice. That's quite cool. So you yeah. could. Yeah, you could have that turn where you have the you know big combat phase followed by another big combat phase. So. Yeah, I think I think there's it's quite nice the fact they're not the same. Like in other books, you've got the two tables. The first three are the same. Yeah, like in so, the Nurgle one, the mortal, yeah. the demon, and the Rotbringer all have the same three at the start. So they only actually get three different ones each. But these are quite cool because yeah, you get six each. And it's quite nice a different flavor because the Rune Fathers and Rune Sons are kind of the combaty ones, and the Rune masters and rune smiters are are sort of the more magic-y prayer based ones so i think there there's some nice options in all of those um i think the yeah. um spirit of grimnar master priest uh kind of a little bit stand out for me um i quite like the the iron will and um the wisdom and authority and fire mantle as well so there's quite some nice ones in there i think so nice to have a little bit of choice i guess yeah um, then we go into artifacts, so heirlooms of the lodge, so auric rune fathers and rune sons, magnetized runes, so just make sure your models are safe for transport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> add two to charge rolls for the bearer. So yeah, okay. I'm not. I, when we get onto the stats, these might become more appealing when we talk about these units because I'm not 
so sure, um, honestly. Uh, draft of Magmalt Ale. Once per battle, uh, at the start of the combat phase, you can drink the potion. If they do, double the attacks of all melee weapons they're armed with. Ooh, mm-hmm. that might be quite nice. I think yeah, they've got that's... a damage-free axe, actually. Mm, quite nice. Um, Ooh. Uh, Drake Slayer, once per battle in your shooting phase, instead of making an attack with the bow's fire steel throwing axe, you can say they're throwing Drake Slayer. Pick an enemy monster with an eight and roll a dice on a six. It takes 3d6 mortal wounds. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. I mean, it's a one in six chance, but 3d6 mortal wounds. <laughs> That's cool. That's pretty juicy. You know you're going to roll like four on 3d6, though. You'd be like, ooh. Yeah, I know. Or pop that triple one. Oh. It's where you, that's where you want Kairos in, isn't it? Just to make that six pop. Yeah. But that that's cool, though. I mean, that is cool. It's like Nurgle's Nail, where there's that chance that you can just do something awesome. You just psych your opponent out of it. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, don't forget. He's got this thing. Yeah, don't forget. Oh, if you don't... come near me with an eight, with an eight I'm just going to do three to six more wounds. I can get this far. I can get him there. <laughs> You, you're right. He's in range there, right? You know, you know, he's you know he's got the Drake Slayer, and they just be like, "Oh, I'm moving back, I'm moving back." Like, yeah, yeah, that's right, Arky, and you run away from yeah. this, <laughs> this little dwarf with his axe and this little like naked hairy dude, like with a, with a spear. <laughs> um, Obsidian Gloomhelm, Gloomhelm, Glowhelm. Um, at the start of your hero phase, roll a dice of the bearers on the battlefield on four plus, get one extra command point. So could be quite cool i mean obviously we'll look at the command ability shortly so uh if they're pretty good then that makes those command ability generation abilities uh really really useful um shimmering blade start the battle pick the bear one of the bearers many weapons improve the rend by one in addition if the unmodified hit roll from attack made by the weapon is a six add one damage yeah solid and the axe of grimnir you can re-roll hit rolls for attacks made by the bearer uh, so it's it's kind of grim grim there right his axe should be baller as hell right yeah he's like the master he, i mean he's like the guy who bought the built the forge that makes stormcast right that was grim there his axe should be should be baller that doesn't sound very good. No, it's probably like the. It's like it's like we don't talk about those years when Grimnar made that axe. We don't talk about those years. I actually think the master master rune in the old dwarf book was reroll hit rolls, so that might be why it's that. But yeah, the axe of Grimnir should be a lot 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 more fucking scary than that, right? That that doesn't. Yeah. Sound. But the, uh, anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. I, I've I've got I've got an issue with the name of that. I don't know why. That's me going into the law. I'm probably completely wrong and they've changed the story. They can do that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> artifacts of Wrath and Doom, Grimwrath, Berserkers, and Doomseekers. Oh, cool. Um, Beast Slayer. Uh, pick one of the Burrows' melee weapons. Um, if the hit roll for an attack targets any monster it sco- and scores a hit, it inflicts two hits instead of one. Make a wound roll as normal. So it's it's quite cool because it's just on a hit. It's not like on a, on a six or anything. So that's quite cool. Um, yeah. Braces of Ember Iron, uh, add one to saves. He's a slayer. Why do you want to be saving himself? Um, rune of Blazing Fury. Once per battle, the start of the combat phase, you can awaken the rune. If you do, re-roll hit and wound rolls for attacks made by the bearer. It's quite cool, because sometimes, do you know when you just need the model to perform? 
You just need that just, one round of combat to do a wound to something stood on an objective. It's it's the bottom of the fifth, and you're in you're in on the objective, and you go. You just got to do two wounds to win the game, and you get your your freeze and freeze with your free dice, and you roll two twos and then a one, and you're like, God damn it! You've got one job, you know this this kind of thing. Although you probably overlook this sort of stuff, but actually getting to re-roll both sets of those right dice rolls and guarantee something is really really powerful yeah um, i know obviously it's on a grimrath berserker or a doomseeker but it honestly stuff like that can't be underestimated um artifacts of the forge temple auric rune masters and rune smiters the salamander cloak roll of dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound on a five plus it's negated i like that i like that a lot Minus one to hit around and a five epic gnaw. Put him on a, and I know these guys can sit on a magma drop. That's pretty tasty. Um, Ash cloud rune. The bearer can attempt to unbind two spells in the enemy hero phase, same manner as a wizard. I don't know if that's in addition because I think they can do one normally. Is that in addition? Hmm. Don't know. Um, a volatile brazier, not brazier. The bearer can attempt to summon two magmic invocations in the same turn. Well, that's cool. Um, we'll read on those what they, if they're any good. Um, the corn ones are actually surprisingly good, so um, we'll see. Uh, I can't remember from the playtest what they did, um, so we'll, we'll have a look at that. Ancestor Helm. If the enemy unit fails a battle shock test within 12 of the bearer, add D3 to the number of models that flee. Yeah, that's cool. Emberstone Rune. Probably default one to take this one. Add one to invocation rolls. Yeah, so. I mean, assuming they're good. You, you want to be getting that plus one. <laughs> Drophelm. You can reroll hit rolls for attacks made by the claws and horns by friendly magma dross within six. So, pretty mm. cool. If, if you're, you're running a magma drop list, that Drophelm's pretty solid. Yeah, because obviously that, yeah, that, that makes them way more efficient. Um, okay, cool. And then icons of Grimnar, Battlesmiths only. Uh, icon of the Ancestors, the range of the Battlesmiths, Icon of Grimnir, and none shall defile the Icon abilities at 18 instead of 12. Um, they, they've tidied this guy up a lot because I used to have real issues with some of these special rules in the old book. Um, the Icon of Grimnir's Condemnation, the bearer can attempt to unbind one spell in the enemy hero phase, same manner as a wizard. In addition, the bearer unbinds the spell roll of dice on a 2+, plus, the caster suffers one mortal wound. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the Nolcidian Icon. Each time a friendly Fire Slayer's unit wholly within 12 of the bearer is affected by a spell or end the spell, roll a dice on a 4+, plus, ignore the effects of the spell, end the spell on the unit. That is baller as fuck. That's amazing. <laughs> that is definitely the auto-pick from those, because honestly, there are so many lists that have got these wanky... Um, endless spell spam. This just absolutely just goes. No, four up, ignore it. It's just massive, massive. Yeah, um, that is a that is a one to take. I, I think almost at the moment in the current meta, it's an auto pick. Um, just because if you do play that Skaven endless spell list, you just don't have an answer to it. Yeah, and if they're casting eight endless spells, you could ignore half of them. So, yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, new new thing in the book is the Magma Droth trait. So if you have an army of any heroes mounted on Magma Droth, one can have a Magma Droth trait. Um, and each battalion in your army gives you an extra trait. You can't have more than one. 
Uh, I think you can duplicate because it doesn't actually say that you cannot. Um, you can choose one extra and you're, the same hero cannot have more than one. Yeah, so you can duplicate these, a bit like the um, the Mount Traits in the Flesh Eaters book as well. Um, so you've got the Cindercrest Youngblood. When you this uh, uses models Lashing Tail, subtract one from the dice that determines if the unit takes D3 mortal wounds. If this model made a charge move, uh, subtract two from the dice roll instead. So it basically improves the tail attack. Just a bit like the um, Star Drake Tail, I believe, where yeah. you've got a roll under the models in the unit. Uh, the Flame Scale Youngblood. After this model's made a charge move, pick one enemy unit within one. Uh, and roll a number of dice equal to the charge roll for each six they take a mortal wound yeah so if you rolled a 12 for your charge you, on average you're going to do two wounds yeah it's okay um i think if you get any bonuses to charge that could be a bit better but yeah i mean it's just got the potential to roll like four sixes it's just like it's a bit like when you do spirit host and you've got like 12 attacks you think i only get to do two mortal wounds and then you pop five sixes and you're like oh my god so yeah. it it's swingy, you know. Um, Fireclaw Adult. If the unmodified wound roll for an attack made by its melee weapons is a six, that has a rend of minus three. Yes, please. Have yeah, that that's one. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> the Lava Tongue Adult. Uh, when you use this model's roaring fire stream, subtract one from the dice roll that determines if the target unit serves more wounds. If the unit if the model is wholly within your territory or within six of an objective, subtract two from the dice roll instead. You're basically Ooh. always going to have minus two to that roll, right? Yeah, interesting, because that's the second time now we've seen something interact with an objective. Yep. Yeah, that's that's quite a nice trend to see that going. The, the Coalheart Ancient worsen the rend of many weapons that target the model by one to a minimum of zero. Mm, that's quite nice. You can stack that, right? Is there isn't there a isn't there a, a generic item that does that? Well, well, actually, what would be quite nice is the um. No, ignore me. I, I mean, I'm... you just take the ethereal amulet and ignore Ren, surely. Yeah, but this is a trait, so it's not. Oh the yeah, artifact, I know. I know so... it's a trait, but oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, you could have yeah. No, they ignore that. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's cool. Um, I think it's an Iron Jaws thing that has that, actually, not a generic one. Um, the Ashhorn Ancient. Reroll save rolls of one uh, for attacks that target this model and friendly Magaldross within six. So, yeah. not too bad. Um, then we're into the um, prayers. So, these are new, I believe. They didn't have these before, did they? No. And you've got the Zargrim Blessings. So, uh, basically, in addition to prayers they can chant, each priest in a fire says, I mean, knows one blessing from the Zargrim's blessings. You can either choose to roll for each prayer, each priest knows, or you can pick them, so obviously you pick them. Um, each blessing can only be chanted once per turn. Um, so, uh, Zargrim Blessing number one, Molten Infusion. Um it sounds like some sort of like you know new tea from Twinings, doesn't it? Um, yeah. At the start of your hero phase, one friendly model that knows this prayer can chant it. On a one to two, doesn't work. On a three, it works. So why? Right. Uh, I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to rant. Why? Why? Uh, okay. No. No. Okay. Just let the slaughter priest go. Just let it go. Let it go. Um, slaughter priest is on a four up. I know. It's never and it be takes a more wounds if you roll a one. Ugh. Anyway. 
If the prayer is answered, <laughs> pick a magmic invocation model within 12 of the priests. At the end of the battle round, do not make a temporal nature roll for the magmic invocation. So this is probably like the corn ones where you've got a roll to see if they stay on the table because they're not endless spells. They can't be unbound or dispelled. So yeah. what this is would do is... You just infuse it so yeah. that you don't have to get rid of it. Yeah, so it basically just it just keeps it on the table for... for guarantee so that might be really strong until we look at those we might look at those straight after this i think um uh, and see what they're like yeah searing heat um at the start of your hero phase one friendly model that knows his prayer can chant it. it's the same again works on a free plus i'm not bitter um if the prayer's answered pick an <laughs> enemy four plus. <laughs> <Hashtag four> plus. <laughs> justice for corn uh, pick an enemy unit within 18 of the priest subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by that unit until the start of the, your next hero phase. That's pretty nice. Yeah, minus, it's an 18-inch range debuff on a 3+. plus. No, yeah. and can't be unbound. Pretty decent. Yeah, that's really nice. The Prayer of Ash. Uh, start your hero phase. Blah, blah, blah. Same again. Ooh! Ooh it only works on, on a 4+. Four. Four yeah, justice for corn. I'll take it back. If the pre- <laughs> uh, pick a friendly unit holy of an 18 of the priest, add one to save rolls for attacks that target the unit until the start of your hero phase. So it's a bit like bronze flesh. Um, Ember Storm. This one works on a free plus. Um, the, uh, pick a friendly unit of Volkite Berserkers or Half Guard Berserkers, holy of an 18. The unit can run and still charge later in the turn. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay, I suppose. They're not very fast, so I don't know how scary that is. Um, Prayer of Grimnir's Fury. Start your hero phase, blah, 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 on a free up. Um, pick a friendly hero not mounted on a magma drop, and within three of the enemy unit, make a piling move with that hero and then attack with all melee weapons it's armed with. Mm, that's quite nice. Just on a three up, my, my hero's going to fight. Sounds It sounds a bit meh. But actually, the the timing's important because it's hero phase. Yeah, you you could basically go. I my character's within range of something that's blocking another unit. If I kill it, my unit's now free to go do something else. So, yeah. actually, it could be quite strong. Speaking, if you've got like a Grimwrath Berserker tucked in and into a unit or in the middle of something. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I quite like that. Um, Obviously, a bit of a shame it doesn't affect Mabradros, but... I mean, not all monsters can pile in and do whatever they like whenever they like in whatever phase or whatever time, you know? Hashtag Flesh Eaters. <laughs> not better. Hashtag Me Too. What? Um, Gristle Gore for the win. Um, Gilded Claws. I didn't take Gristle Gore, by the way, when I paid him. Um, Gilded Claws. Um, at the start of your hero phase, one friendly model that knows this prayer can chant it. Free up, it works. You know that. Uh, pick a friendly magma drop, hold within 12. You can reroll wound rolls for attacks made by the unit's claws and horns at the start of the next hero phase. So you could get reroll hits and wounds if you've got the yeah, trait. Combo that nicely. Or is it the drop helm, whatever it is. I think it's the yeah. drop helm, isn't it? The artifact. Cool. So uh, magmic invocations, a bit like the corn um, judgments. So um, they've got a war scroll. They can be summoned in addition to their normal prayers. Um, so uh, unless basically, but it's a bit like an endless spell. It's got loads of rules, but basically... You can't have two of the same no things in your army. So you can't have two lots of the flame spitter model. Um, 
they're not there's not massive restrictions is there there's some designers notes there as well to say that if both players have got fire slayers they can both use the invocation well, it says uh, if if Fireslayer Priest attempts to summon Magmic Invocation and the Invocation roll is not successful, then no other Fireslayer Priest can attempt to summon the same Magmic Invocation. So you can't just keep going. Um, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. It's fine. Um, it says... Um, most magic invocations allow you to use an ability if there is a friendly fire slayer priest nearby. Note that if both players' armies have a fire slayer's priest within range, then they can both use the ability when it's their turn to do so, not just the player whose priest performed the invocation. Uh, so it's almost like you put something and the priest like manipulates it to do something. It's like when Nurgle plays Nurgle and you have to share the same wheel. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get on to that in a minute. But um, So it says, uh, make a temperamental nature roll, roll a dice. Add one to the roll if there are any friendly Fire Slayer Priests within six. One to three, the in- Magmic Invocation is removed from the battlefield. So it's on a four plus. Uh, it stays on a three plus if there's a Fire Slayer in range. Um, and basically just saying you can't take two of the same in pitch battle. So um I think we'll probably talk about those, or should we just quickly do the forge as we're there? Do, do the forge, and then we'll go straight into the big prayers, can't we? Yeah. So the forge, uh, you can include one terrain feature. Uh, before the battle begins, you can set up the magmic battle forge within six of a friendly fire slayer's priest. So it's after armies are set up. Oh, that's unusual. So you can set the yeah. armies up, then put it down. Um, hold within your territory more than one from other terrain features. If both players set up a terrain feature after armies are set up, they must roll off. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's got the Union of Fire and Fury. It's just some um, back background on there. But what does it do? So it's a single terrain feature. It's Obstacle. It has Molten Blessing. Start of your hero phase. One friendly fire slayer's priest within six of the Battleforge could control its magmic energies. If they do, until the end of the phase, add one to prayer rolls for friendly fire slayer priest while they're within 18 of the forge. So Two plus, mate. Oh, Two plus. That's just, that's just dirty. Spending the forge. How can they activate it 18 inches away? No, they just no. poke it with a really you long stick. You have to stick. be within six to activate it. Oh. And then if you activate it, then it affects everyone within 18. Oh, right, okay. I guess they, like, stoke it, and then it roars. Yeah, just give it a little prod. Six inches away, though. It's a long prod. (sighs) Well, they may be small, but, you know, they've probably got big prodders. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, spending the forge. Once per battle at the start of your hero phase, one fireside priest within six of the forge can spend all the forge energy. Ooh. If they do, until the start of your next hero phase, you can re-roll save rolls of one for friendly Fire Slayer units on the battlefield. However, for the rest of the battle, no priest can use the Molten Blessing ability. That's pretty good. You can die... So, army-wide Mystic Shield for one turn? Well, it could be more than one turn, couldn't it? It's to your next hero phase. Well, yeah. It could be three turns. Yeah, it could. Pretty good. Yeah. That's, not bad at all. I like the timing of when you put it down. Yeah, it's interesting that is. So you can because you could have down, several put places to put it to block line of sight or to or to like block off something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's quite cool. Um, yeah. Oh, do their big big prayers. Yeah. So um, let's go through these. So we've got the um, Zargron Flame Spitter. So, um, 
This one is uh, the little volcano thing, I think. So, start yep. your hero phase. One priest can attempt to perform this invocation. If they do, make a roll on a free up. Successful. The invocation is successful. Set up wholly within six of the Fire Slayer Priest. At the start of your shooting phase, if there's a friendly Fire Slayer Priest within six, you can pick an enemy unit within 24 and roll 12 dice. Add one to the roll if there are 10 or more models in the unit. Add two to the roll if there are 20 or more models in the unit. For each six plus, they take a mortal wound. Wow. So if there's a unit of like 60 grots, you would, you know, get the big bonus of like the 20 or more, and you're doing mortal wounds on four plus on 12 dice. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and like, um, 24 inch range. It's quite long range. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. It's quite nice. It's a mm. cheeky little one, isn't it? Yeah. And points wise, I think that one's, uh, the most expensive one, 60 points. So. But pretty good. Yeah. It's basically like set up a little, little, little volcano gun turret. turret. So um, then you've got the runic firewall. So F Y R E, of course. Um, Fire. <laughs> fear. Um, select. Start your hero phase. One friendly priest can attempt to perform this invocation on a free up. Of course. Why is it going to be anything but a free? Um, set this model wholly within eighteen of the priest. That's quite a big range. Um, roaring fire rune. The model cannot see another model if an imaginary straight line basically passes across this model. Um, passes within one inch of this model, I should say. Um, and awaken runes. Reroll save rolls of one for attacks that target fire slayers wholly within 12 of the model. And impervious to heat. Magma drops can pass across this model in the same manner as a model that can fly. That's pretty cool. So you can block something off, but your magma drops can go over it. Um, and it gives you reroll re -roll saves. Yeah. yeah, and blocks line of sight. Yeah, that's that's quite cool. It's a bit situational, but it might be quite useful if you're playing shooting heavy. That's forty points, so it's quite cheap. Yeah, it's quite quite. You can't get rid of it as well. It's not like you can unbind it. It's just it's just in the way. Yeah, then you infuse it and just stick it there so it doesn't move. Yeah. Um. Then you have got the molten infernoff, which is that big creature. So, um, on a free up again. Still really cheap to get these out. Um, set this model wholly within 12 of the Fire Slayer's Priest. Um, when it's set up, the player can magic make a move of it. Uh, at the start of each of the subsequent hero phases, a player who set this up can move of it if it's still on the battlefield. It moves 2d6 inches. After this model's moved, roll 12 dice for each unit that's within 3 at the end of its move, for each six, it takes a mortal wound. Fire Slayer units are not affected. It's quite, it's quite nasty because that could be quite a lot of stuff. You could clip like a few units and scatter quite a few random mortal wounds here and there. Um, and then it's got add one to the bravery of Fire Slayers when the whole within eighteen. Yeah, that's cool. I, it's my favorite. I like the model, so it's fifty yeah. points. So fifty. Yeah, it's not too expensive. Yeah, against like. Um, MSU style armies with tons of units that could do a lot of mortal wound output. Yeah, can it? it I don't. I take it it can't fly when it moves. Um, it doesn't say it flies, does it? No, no. It just says it moves. Yeah. So yeah, it's okay. I mean, it might be a bit clunky to try and move it somewhere. It'd be better if it yeah. was. Uh, if it was a flyer, it'd be a bit more interesting, I think. Um, but a bit more useful. Sorry. Um, but yeah. I don't know, still pretty good. I mean, I think its base is quite big, so 
it still gets in the way, doesn't it? So yeah, um, yeah, cool. Quite like that one. So um, I think what we'll do then is we're going to talk through the big big lodges. Yeah, and then we'll we'll take a break, and then we'll come back talk about the and war then scrolls. Just smash the war scrolls, yeah. Yeah, the Vostag Lodge. The Vostag. So, um, you have abilities Fearsome Surge. Add one to charge rolls for Vostag units. In addition, in your movement phase, in the first battle round, you can declare friendly Vostag unit will run. Do not make a run roll. Instead, add six to the move of all models in the unit that phase. So, it's okay. Fast. Uh, command ability that you get access to is Honor Our Ancestors. You can use this command ability at the start of the combat phase. Pick a friendly Vostag hero until the end of that phase. Add one to hit rolls made by that hero. And friendly Volkite Berserkers and Halfguard Berserkers wholly within 12. Uh, you can't use it more than once per phase. So, plus one to hit. Um, you must have this command trait. Uh, fire Endurance. Friendly Vostag units wholly within 12 of the model. Start your movement phase. Can run in the movement phase and still charge later. Oh, that's quite nice. So run and charge. You can make the run an auto six. So not too bad. And plus one to charge from the ability as well. Yep, yep, that's true. Uh, and then the artifact of power you must have is the Vossax. Um, so at the start of the battle, pick one of the berries. Many weapons improve its rem by one. In addition, unmodified hit rolls for attack is a six. Add one to damage. So I think that's the same as another weapon that's in the... In the yeah. So pretty cool. Run and charging and charge shenanigans and uh, buffs to your half guard berserkers and volkite berserkers so not too bad uh, and then you've got the grey feed 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 and they say um, they have the spoils of victory you can choose two additional grey feud heroes to have artifacts of power mm, so if you were to take like a formation you're going to start with two so you get four artifacts that's pretty nice, isn't it? Just by having like one extra formation as well. Yeah, it's free. Having free in an army without a formation. I mean, yeah, I know. Like you probably, you know, probably try and work one in just to get that cheeky fourth. Run four magma dross artifact on each. Some of those um, artifacts are really powerful as well. Yeah, like, th- even in the realms, like getting two additional is such a big thing. Um, so that that sounds like the go-to so far. <laughs> Well, let's go. Let's look at the rest because you know you never know. Um, command ability expert cohesion. You can use this command ability in the combat phase when a friendly Greyfeard hero is picked to fight. Other friendly Greyfeard heroes that are not mounted on a magma drop. Good that they mentioned that. And are within three of that hero can immediately fight afterwards before the opponent gets to pick a unit to fight. Any model that does not does so cannot fight later in the combat phase so basically you can like chain heroes so this might be quite nice if you've got like a few Grimrath Berserkers Yeah, you could almost have like a unit of three of them and they just Especially all fight at the same time up with artifacts. yeah um, then you've got the command trait battle scarred veteran add one to the attacks of the general's melee weapons while there are five or more enemy models are in three and the helm of obsidia add two to the wounds on the bearer you can make yourself quite a little tanky hero with that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you don't really run a magma drop list <laughs> with that, seeing no. as the the command ability doesn't affect them. I think that might be a, quite a cool little infantry army. I think there's a magma drop focus one coming up, so Yeah. Um the best the best is the last one, I think. Um so then we've got um Hermdar. 
So you've got seize by force, under units within the enemy territory or wholly within 12 objective do not take battleshot tests. Oh, I like that. Again, within an objective, which you're going to be fighting over anyway, ignore battleshock. It's always good. Yeah, you can't complain at that. That's awesome. Um, Skullbreakers and Overtakers command ability. Um, start the combat phase. Pick one friendly Hermdar Volkite Berserker unit or one friendly Hamdar Half Guard Berserker unit. Holy Vin 12 of a Hamdar hero. Hamdar. Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed you're not saying that right. Hermdar. Hermdar. No, anyway. The unit fights at the start of the combat phase before the players pick other units to fight that combat phase. That's really good. That's nice. Fight first. Uh, command trait. Um, warrior Indominate. Uh, subtract one from wound rolls for attacks that target this general. And friendly home die units hold even 12. Wow. That's that's really nice. That's that's not even... That's shooting as well. One from yeah. wound rolls for attacks that target the general and friendly home die units hold even 12. Wow. Okay. Don't take battle shock. Minus one to wound. And fight first. Mm. The Artifact of Power, the Tyrant Slayer. Pick one of the bearer's melee weapons. You can reroll wound rolls for attacks made by that weapon that target an enemy hero. In addition, if the unmodified hit is a, a is a six, that effect is one mortal wound in addition to normal damage. Mm, that's decent as well. Like that that um sort of lodge sounds pretty good. Like the two artifact ones awesome just because, you know, who who you know who doesn't love loads of artifacts, but no, command tree yeah. is decent though, isn't it? Yeah. Lofnir. This is the um Magma Droth one, I believe. Venerators of Volcatrix. Each Magma Droth in a Lofnir army only um instead of only one can be given a Magma Droth trait. Okay, wow. So they all get a trait. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Alright, that's good. In addition, if you're fighting pitch battle, you can include one additional behemoth in your army as long as every behemoth is a Magma Droth. Oh, so you can just take five five magma drops. Yeah, man. Crack yeah. on. Uh, command ability, Torrent of Magma. You can use this command ability in your shooting phase. Pick an enemy unit within 12 of a friendly Lofnir priest. To the end of the phase, add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made by magma pikes by friendly units that target the enemy unit. The same unit cannot be picked to be affected more than once. A magma pikes is a shooting weapon. Um, so getting plus one to hit and wound... That's pretty good. Um, and it's within 12 of a priest, not wholly within 12. And you could put the priest on a magma drop, so that's pretty scary. Um, that shooting attack's really good. I'll, we'll get onto that. Um, a Lofnir general must have this command trait explosive charge. Add one to charge rolls for Lofnir magma drops within 12 of the general. Yeah. Decent. And you have the artifact of power is the igneous battle throne. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to the bearer on a six, it's negated. Yeah, that's all right. Um, have you noticed anything with the books recently? So you had the the Skaven book, spam war, um, Vermin Lords. The Feck book, you spam Terror Geists. The Corn uh, book, spam Bloodthirsters. And then this book, spam Magma Drops. They're just trying to get people to play like four monster armies just to speed Warhammer up. <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I mean, like, no, I it's know just you... funny that there's an option on all of them where you can just go, I'm just going all monsters. Well, I think the, the what they have done is, is given an option to do a monster army. 
because yeah. they're cool and people want to do them. But I wouldn't say they're the most effective. Like Gristlegore, I think it's more effective when you have one big monster, maybe two, and the rest is like um, another formation. Or you take, you know, and and I didn't run, I ran one Terrorgeist in my list, but I basically played in Crypt Infernals and um, uh, Flayers in, in, you know, the Deadwatch formation, so it doesn't even touch monsters. Corn, there's loads of decent lists in Corn without going Bloodthirster Sperm. You probably have one Bloodthirster, but the four list is cool, but I wouldn't say it's like the optimal. And same with Skaven, like, yeah, Ferminord's a good good value for money, two casters, really decent, but most of the Skaven armies I see has one, and then they have Graces on Bells and things like that. So, I don't know, like... um I think what they've done is they've given people the option to have more varied armies, and that's cool. Um, and I think maybe it's not, it's good to see, like, oh, a Magma Drop army or a Bloodthirster army. I wouldn't say that it's everyone spams and that's the only list, but, you know, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just it's just what a lot of what I'm seeing at the moment is just these Monster Mash armies, which is cool. And the game should I be a lot quicker. I think that's why you're and... seeing them, because people are just like, I really like the idea of running four monsters, and it's effective. Whereas before, it was like a hobby army. So like I remember South Coast, when Ben Johnson took four Bloodthirsters and finished like almost bottom. And now that you can take a four Bloodthirster list, which is genuinely really good. Um, yeah. So I think... I think it's cool. I just think it's it's just more options. I mean, like I know you've been running Fold and you know it's it's fun to run big monsters, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I wish I could take four. <laughs> no, they're a bit. You probably could, but yeah, they're too expensive. You don't get any any models if you take four grand clean ones. No, I don't think I don't want to call them expensive, but yeah, um, I think they're pointed pretty well, to be honest. Oh yeah, but they're expensive in that you can't just run four of them. Yeah, yeah, like. You need other stuff there as well. Yeah, exactly. No, I think they're pointed decently for what you get. <laughs> That's all right. Just checking. Um, so um, so we take a break now, I guess. Um, yeah. Some cool abilities in there. Uh, we're going to get into the War Scrolls and, and look at some of the battalions afterwards. We'll do the War Scrolls first because it's hard to, to comment on a battalion if you don't know what the scrolls do. So we'll do the scrolls, then we'll do the battalions, and then we'll talk a little yep. bit about where we think fire slayers sit in terms of power, what list would we be interested in running, uh, and um where we see them uh in in the spectrum of, of the meta at the moment. So uh yeah, cool. Uh we'll cool. come back after the break. Yep. Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at 20% off, and all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. And uh, we're back from the break, so uh, let's get into the War Scrolls. Um, I think probably start from the top um which is the auric rune father on magma Droth. so he's got 14 wounds of a four up save bravery eight his movement is 12 but drops down to six as he gets hurt um so a few interesting abilities so we'll go through his missile weapons so he has a fire steel throwing axe eight inch range one dice fives and fives kind of not even worth really mentioning 
um, the fire stream. Now, 12 inch range, now what you do is you roll a dice, so it starts at a d6 and goes to 2d6 and 3d6. Um, and basically what happens is if you roll under or equal to the number of models in the unit, it takes d3 mortal wounds. If you're within six, then they take d6 mortal wounds. Now, sounds pretty good, but if you think about it, if you were playing Lofnir and you all had the um, Lava Tongue Adult trait, you're getting minus two to the roll if you're in within range of an objective or in uh, and and if you're in their territory. I think it's minus one, but you're minus two if you're in their territory or within the range of an objective. Yeah. So if it's a single model, you can actually you're doing hit them. it. You're doing it on a one to three. And if you're within six, you're doing D6 mortal wounds. If you've got four magma drops, you could have five actually in this army. Yeah. That's that's five D6 mortal wounds. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not a single model, you could actually shred a unit. <laughs> I mean, you're basically automatically doing it to most units. I mean, and it's I mean, that's that's disgusting. I mean, like you, you could literally make like a, this army where they just they just plod up the table and just like mortal wound everything off. Yeah, a bit like Stonehorn army. <laughs> uh, but we're shooting army. Sorry. Yeah, but they, you know, it. Yeah. Um, then you've got lashing tail. So at the end of the combat phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three. So that's every unit within three. Um, if the roll is less than the number of models in the unit, it takes d three mortal wounds. Um, so in terms of attack profile, uh, you've also got in melee, claws and horns, one inch reach, um, six attacks, goes down as he gets hurt, fours, threes, rend one, damage two, blazing more, one attack, fours, twos, rend two, damage d3, and the latchkey grand axe, three attacks, threes, threes, minus one, damage three. So the beast attacks aren't anything to really write home about, but obviously hitting on a four isn't ideal um and not many many attacks doing a lot of damage but if you get the re-rolls to hit and wound that that could be pretty scary to be honest um, yeah and you can improve the rend and damage and all that with the you know the traits for the magma drop as well so if you don't go the shooty route you can definitely do something with the the combat route well the latchkey grand axe free attacks freeze freeze rend one damage free that's a scary weapon, right? And you, I think you can give him so it's every attack hit is every hit is two hits as a as an artifact. Yeah. So pretty scary. Oh, I was gonna say if it's a trait, you could give him the Ren three artifact as well. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the uh, volcanic blood. Each time a wound or is allocated to this model uh, is afflicted by melee weapons on a four plus. The attacking unit takes a mortal wound. Yeah, reflecting damage in combat is so good. People just forget how good it is when a great and clean one reflects a ton of damage back, and that's on a six. So this is only on a four up when you take a wound. It's like it's pretty solid. Like you, you could probably reflect quite a bit back with that. Uh, next ability is stare down. In your hero phase, pick an enemy unit within three. Subtract D three from their bravery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Stacks, yeah. Um, weapon breaker at the end of the combat phase, pick an enemy hero within three of the model, roll a dice on a six, pick one of the many weapons the model is armed with, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by the weapon for the rest of the battle. 
Okay. Can only be affected once. Yeah, you can't pick it twice. That's still cool, though. Um, that's the latchkey grand axe, I believe. Yeah. Steadfast advanced command ability. Um, start the hero phase. Pick a friendly model with this ability until the start of your next hero phase. Do not take battle shot tests for fire slayers holy than eighteen. It seems like fire slayers aren't taking much battle shocks. No, they but, always were pretty good, but he's yeah, only two hundred and eighty points. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty cheap. I mean, twelve is quite fast with a twelve-inch range breath weapon. That's twenty-four-inch threat. Yeah, it's quite yeah, good. It does D three mortals, but if you're in six D six mortals, yeah, mm, pretty scary. I mean, there was a there was a thingy trait to give you plus one save as well, so you could get your three up save and then give him the ethereal amulet, and then you got a three up save mm-hmm. dude with a six up, um, with a four up, cause mortals back as well. Yeah, nothing to be sniffed at. No. Um. Then you've got an Uric Rune Sun on Magmadroth. Again, 14 wounds, 4 up save, same movement, same claws and bites. Um, the only difference is the rider. Say so he's got the he's also got a javelin, so it's 12 inch range, fours and threes, ren one damage d3. Um, and he's also got uh, a the ancestral war axe, three attacks, threes, fours, no ren damage d3. A worm slayer javelin is uh, one attack, freeze, freeze, ren one damage one. So I think you either give him the, you give him the um, warax or the javelin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So probably always take the javelin. I imagine for the shooting yeah, attack. Shooting attack and it's not not crap in combat, is it? Threes and threes. <laughs> it's only one. It's only one, one attack, attack. But but I'd still rather have the shooting. I think. Um, so uh, it's got all the same rules. Um, the only difference is he's got vying for glory reroll hit rolls for attacks. Made by this model, if there are any other Auric Rune Sons within six, so I guess that would affect the mount because it's not a it's not an artifact or a trait. Or it says you can reroll hit rolls for attacks made by this model if there are other friendly Auric Rune Sons within six of this model. So I, I guess that would allow you to reroll all the um, attacks for the the mount as well. Mm. I don't doesn't, know. It doesn't have to be other friendly Auric Rune Sons. It says yeah, yeah. Any... So, so if you've got the keyword Auric Rune Sun, so yeah. it has the keyword Auric Rune Sun. Yeah, but it says so any you... other Auric Rune yeah. Sons. So if there's an, if there's another Auric Rune Sun within six of the model, yeah, the model gets to re-roll. Yeah. So the entire model so the yeah. claws the horns that's oh, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. you'd need you'd need two of them the, the, this yeah. one wouldn't yeah i thought you meant it would activate itself no no no, no but no, you no, could no, have yeah. two you could have two auric rune sons on magma drafts next to yeah. each other and they both get to re-roll yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's pretty cool that's a pretty cool little combo and then you add two to damage of its javelin if it targets a monster yeah so that's nice. d3 plus two or three damage in combat yeah pretty good uh, command ability, uh, Molten Battering Ram. Use this command ability at the start of your charge phase. If you do, pick one friendly Magma Drop that's within 12. After the unit makes a charge move, you can pick one enemy unit within one. On a 2+, plus, it takes D6 Mortal Wounds. Ooh. Ooh. Same unit cannot be picked, be affected by this command ability more than once per phase. But you could have three Magma Drops, all get do d6 wounds on a d6 mortals on a two plus when they charge that's oh that's pretty gross right you go there shoot charge do your mortals i like that yeah i like that damn 
Then you've got the and the Rune Sun on Magma Drop is two forty, so he's the cheapest one. And then you've got the Auric Rune Smiter on Magma Drop. So again, same. Only difference is he's got a Latch Axe, which is one attack freeze and freeze, no rend damage two, and a Runic Iron two attacks freeze and force, no rend damage one. Um, so he's basically um, got all the same rules. Apart from he has the Grand Ritual of Awakening. Once per battle during your hero phase, you can say this model has consumed a nugget of Urgold. Add one to save rolls. I know you're laughing at the word nugget, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> such a child. Um, you, <laughs> if you do, add one to save rolls for attacks that target friendly fire saints wholly within 12 of this model to the start of your next hero phase. It's quite nice. Uh, if one save the target friendly fire saints whole even twelve of this model. Okay, I've got two of them. Yeah, they both eat their nugget. Do you get plus two? Well, it doesn't say you don't. Okay, this, this model. Just, just checking. Yeah, and there's also there's a, a trait or something further on back before which gave you plus one save. And then you yeah. could use the other thing that gives you reroll ones. So you could have plus three save rerolling ones. Yeah. Mm, interesting. 260 points, this guy. He's also a priest. So start your hero phase. The model can chant this prayer. If you do, uh, make a prayer roll on a free up. It's answered. Pick a not friendly. F- yeah, I'm not bitter. I've got past it now. Stop bringing it up. If this prayer is answered, pick a friendly fire say unit, hold even 12 of this model or hold even 18 of this model. If this model is armed with a forge key, whatever, you can re-roll wound rolls for attacks made by the unit to start your next hero phase. Yeah, this model has a forge key, so you get to re-roll wounds. Yeah, but it's just the range, isn't it? So, but he's got because he's got he's a priest. You obviously then get access to the normal prayers, and yeah. you can use the uh, magmic invocation. So, for two sixty points on magma drop with the mortal wounds with. the the uh, nugget and a, bu- a fumble else. nugget shield, pretty good, right? Yeah, mm. especially if you took a few of them. I think you might. Everyone might be getting their magma dross out of their start collecting boxes that they never built. And uh... mm, I got three of them. <laughs> um, and then you've got. Um, uh, I think these are the the um, shades by a warband. Uh, Fudge Grimnir and the Chosen Axes I think are the, the key, the guys um, so he's got a Latchkey Grand Axe 3 inch reach, 3 attacks, freeze freeze, run 1 damage 3 he's got the Blessing each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to him uh, and he's within 3 of the Chosen Axes on a 5 up, it's negated he's got 6 wounds and a 4 up save so he's pretty decent hero this guy He's got Stare Down, he's got Weapon Breaker, which is the same ability as we've talked about. And he's got a Command Ability, Honor the Oaths. You can use this Command Ability at the start of the combat phase. If you do, pick a friendly model with this Command Ability until the end of the phase. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by friendly Vostag units while they're wholly within 12 of this model. The same unit cannot be picked. So if you're UA and playing Vostag, that would be pretty good. Um, but he's it's 200 points for him in the three Chosen Axes. The Chosen Axes, that is quite expensive, isn't it? 200 points. Um, two wounds, five up save. Um, you've got add one to wound rolls, 
made by this unit while Forge Grimnar is within three. Do not take battle shot tests if he's within three. Once per battle, start the combat phase, you can choose to unleash their Berserk Fury. Um, if a model from the unit is slain, before it's removed from play, it can pile in an attack. And you can reroll hit rolls for their fire steel hand axes. And they've basically got freeze and freeze, two attacks, no rend, one damage. And the great axe is two attacks, freeze and fours, one rend, two damage. So, but the hero, like the Furage Grimnir, is pretty He's good. He's decent. And then you get a little unit with two wounds each. So you get 12 wound unit for 200 points. That is also, a, has he got the hero keyword as well? And he's got the leader. Uh, leader? Um, is he a hero? In, he is a hero. He is a hero. So that's not a bad little... For 200 points, you get quite a cool little... Yeah. Nice like, models. Yeah. Um, Auric Runefather. So the Auric Runefather is on foot. So 100 points. So he's got the... He's the guy with the big latchkey axe. So same, basically the same... It's got stare down. It's got weapon breaker. His command ability is lodge leader. Use this command ability at the start of the charge phase. If you do, pick a friendly model with this command ability. Add one to charge rolls for fire slay units. Holy even twelve. So plus one to charge, uh, and he's basically the same. But he's a hundred points. Um, yeah. So he's half the price of the other dude. So obviously yeah. you don't get the unit and you don't get the command ability, but you know, pretty good. Um, Auric Rune Sun. So again, this is basically the same as the guy that's mounted on the magma drop but on foot so he's got the same rules this is a different command ability you can use this command ability to start the combat phase if you do pick a friendly model with this command ability add one to wound rolls for attacks made by fire slayers whole within 12 so not too bad extra wounds uh and the Uric rune sun is 100 points as well so yeah, I mean, five wounds, four up save. The other guy's six wounds, four up save. Uh, but the command ability is probably a bit better. Um, and you've got the Battlesmith, um, which this guy's got... Uh, he's the dude on foot, isn't he? With, oh, he's the guy with the... He's icon. the banner. Banner yeah. guy. Totem. In your hero phase. So he's basically five wounds, four up save. He's got a uh, fire steel throwing axe. So fives and fives. Let's talk about that, really. Ancestral Battle Axe, three attacks, freeze and freeze, ren one, damage two. In your hero phase, you can say this model is raising the icon. If he does, add one to save rolls for attacks that target friendly fire slayer units holding within 12 of the model. However, if you do, until the start of your next hero phase, friendly fire slayer units holding within 12 cannot retreat. Oh, well. Um... None shall defile the icon. If this model is slain before it's removed from play, friendly fire say it's holy within 12 can swear to protect the icon. If it does, the unit cannot make normal moves or charge moves for the rest of the battle, but you can reroll hit and wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons. Mm. So I think they had that before. But the, this guy, to be honest, like you're getting plus one armor save, right? Yeah, so you could pop that with the other trait command ability combo thing. Oh, man. With the dudes. You're on, like, plus five save. Like, what? Really? Like, this is everything in the bubble as well. I mean, it's holding within 12, and he's a movement four dude with five wounds, but, you know, pretty good. Um, what I was mean, the icon? What did the, the icon do? That was the banner, the third one that you could take that had the four up, just ignore spells. Oh, yeah, that was it, yeah. The null 
um, oh, what was it called? The Null Banner. If you're taking a Magma Joff army, this guy is just babysitting your Magma Joffs, right? He's just running alongside, isn't he? Wiggling his little banner, going, all right, Bryce, plus one save. Ignore spells, four up. Yeah. I mean, the He's 140 are... points. He's not even that expensive. I mean, he's got, a, he's got a four up save and five That's quite a lot, though, 140. But for... he's got a three up save because of his own banner. Mm-hmm. If he stood with the Ragma Drops that pop their ability, he's got yeah, so a one up save. Game, it? It's yeah, but game. that one turn where you're going all in and tanking all the objectives, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's decent. Um, then you've got the Auric Rune Master, which is the uh, the guy on foot, uh, six wounds, four up save, um, and he's got his uh, staff and I rune runic iron oh, and fire so throwing axes. Um, so he's basically got um, Holy Seeker in your hero phase. You can pick one enemy unit within twelve of the model and roll two dice. If you roll at least one six. For the rest of the battle, you can reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly fire slayer units that target the unit. If you roll two or more sixes, okay, my okay, there must be a way to increase the number of the, dice you roll. For the rest of the battle, you can reroll hit and wounds of one for attacks made by friendly fire slayer units that target the unit instead. Mm. And he's got volcanoes call at the start of your hero phase. This model can chant the prayer, so he's a priest as well, so you get access to all the prayers. Um, on a free up, it's answered. Pick a terrain feature within 18. Roll a dice for each m- model within one of the terrain feature. For each six, the model's unit takes a mortal wound. In addition, until the next hero phase, the terrain feature has the deadly scenery rule. Mm. So he's the guy who turns it into like a fiery yeah. volcano type thing. I quite, I quite like that. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Each model roll a six. Yeah. Again, it's I mean, just like an anti horde thing, isn't it? He's 120 points, but pretty decent, right? Yeah. It prayers as well, so I think it's it's good. Um, then we've got the Grim Wrath Berserker. Six wounds, four up save, movement four. He's got the fire axe, fly, uh, throwing axe, flame steel throwing axe, which is meh. They've all got those, they're a bit of crap, really. Uh, the Firestorm Great Axe is four attacks, freeze, freeze, rend two, damage two. So pretty scary. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to this model. Add one to the roll if there is any enemy units within three. On a six, it's negated. Yeah. Uh, Battle Fury. At the end of the combat phase, if this model is within three of an enemy unit, roll a dice. On a two plus, make a piling move with this model, then attack with all its melee weapons. So it basically can fight twice. On a two up, that's quite good. And then if this model is slain before it's removed, it can make a piling attack with all its melee weapons. So if you buffed his weapon, made his weapon like I don't know, you could even give him that on a six you do D six mortals with four attacks. And there's ways to get re rolls to your dice rolls and yeah. pluses to hit as well. You you could have four attacks, okay, I didn't kill you, end of the phase I go again, or if you kill me I go again anyway. Well, when it's slain you can pile in again anyway. Yeah. So you can, hundred points. Yeah, you can get quite a lot of damage out of these. If you were playing that, um, is it Greyfeard, where you can have like four artifacts and you can like pile in an attack with multiple guys all at the same time? Just tool up loads of little berserkers and they just go nuts. Yeah, that's quite cool. Quite like that. Uh, the Doomseeker has five wounds, four up save. He's got the axe, he's got the runic war iron. Um, 
and it's basically three attacks, freeze, fours, no rend, one damage, and then the Doomseeker Axe, three attacks, freeze, freeze, rend, one damage, one. At the start of the first battle round, pick one enemy unit that this model is sworn to destroy. At the end of the combat phase, if this model is within three, this model can make a pile-in move and attack with all its melee weapons it's armed with. So um, he basically gets a cut-down version of the Grimwrath. Runic power, add one to the damage of this model's melee weapons if it has one wound, add two to the damage if it is uh, two wounds. So his damage goes up to two or three, depending on how hurt he is. So that could be pretty nasty. If he had taken two wounds, his, all his attacks are damage free. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, he's 100 points as well. So yeah, I think the I'd... heroes are quite sort of cheap. I remember before they were really cheap, then they went up a lot, and now they're all kind of... They, all, they feel kind of like they're decent, like about right. hundred, you 120-ish know, for a hero seems about right. Yeah, uh, and then we've got the Auric Rune Smiter, five wounds, five up save. Um, he's got the Latch Axe and Fire Steel Throwing Axes. In addition, he's got either a Runic Iron or a Forge Key. Um, so the Runic Iron allows him to attack more, but he's the same guy that's mounted on the Magma Drop, basically. But he gets the ability Magmic Tunneling. Instead of setting this model up on the battlefield, you can place his model to one side and say that it is set up underground as a reserve unit if you do when you set up another friendly fire slayer unit instead of setting that unit up you can say it's joining this model underground as a reserve one unit can join this model in this way in the end of your movement phase you can set this model up anywhere in the battlefield more than nine for the enemy models uh this model um then set up any of the unit holding within 12 and more than nine so basically it's like a tunnel but what they've changed here, obviously the axes are only 8 inch range so you can't pop up and shoot your axes but also um, you can't um, you can't get like a double deployment Yeah, they count as two separate so deployments so he gets set up underground and then you set up a unit underground and it counts as two drops instead of just one yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's got his runic empowerment on a free up he can do a prayer um, pick a friendly fire slayer unit holy within 12 or holy within 18 um, if he's got a forge key reroll wound rolls so same uh, prayer the other guy's got basically um, and he's 120 so quite a lot of heroes um, quite a few priests as well quite a lot of them have got the prayers and the magma dross seem particularly good um, lots more wound output so Pretty cool so far. Then we're on to your battle line, the Volkite Berserkers. And these guys have changed quite a bit. Yeah, so straight away, two wounds a model. Yep, of a five up save. Fire, uh, the fire still throwing axes at eight inch range. I think before you could do the rune to increase the range. It doesn't do that anymore, does it? So, um, And they basically... Um, is armed with either a hand axe and a sling shield or a war pick and a sling shield or a pair of hand axes. So the hand axe is two attacks, freeze, freeze, no rend, one damage. The war pick is two attacks, freeze, fours, one run, one damage. Um, you could have a Carl um, and he gets plus one attacks. Um, one in every five can have a horn of Grimnir. Add one to charge rolls if you've got a horn of Grimnir. 
Um, you have Berserk Fury rule. So once per battle to start the combat phase, you can choose to unleash the fury. Release the fury! Um, if you do, um, until the end of the phase, if a model from this unit is slain, before that model is removed from play, that model can make a piling move and attack with all its melee weapons. So it gets the die and fight rule. Yeah. Um, if you've got a pair of hand axes, you can reroll hit rolls. Yeah. If you've got um, sling shields, uh, if you make a charge, pick one enemy unit and roll a dice for each model from the charging unit within eight of the enemy unit. For each six, the enemy unit suffers one mortal wound. In addition, add one to save rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target a model aimed with a bladed sling shield if the target unit did not make a charge move in the same turn. So if you charge with your unit, they you don't do get the You do the shooting bonus. thing. If they charge you, you get plus one save. Yeah, or if you just yeah. didn't charge. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. So 160 points for 10 models, 20 wounds, 5 up save. Pretty good. Yep. They don't have the ward save nope. anymore. Nope. Mm, okay, that's quite a big deal because that's what was really frustrating. <laughs> but they can get like a minus 1, 2, 3, 4 armor save now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think that getting like plus 2 to save or, you know, that they end up with a 3 up save is kind of similar but not as good. Because they're like once per game, you need stuff within range. So I, I prefer it that way. And they've got two like wounds that. each as well. Yeah. yeah. So 160 points for 20 wounds. Yeah. Which is quite good. Yeah. Um, Auric Halfguard. Uh, two wounds again. Five up save, four inch move. So uh, the Berserkers are battle line. Are they so... they're the only battle line as well? I know. Um, well. The Halfguard are battle line if you have a Rune Master. Yeah. And the Berserkers... Oh, no, that's... Oh, yeah, Volkite Berserkers, and then Halfguard Berserkers are... Um, if you have the other other hero... Okay, so they do have some more battle line options. So that's yeah. cool. Um, so the Uruk Halfguard, um, you can have them in a 120 points for five. So you get um, two wins model, five up save. These are guys got the Magma Pikes, 18-inch range, two shots, fours, freeze, Ren 1, damage 1. I've got the Fire Axe as well. And in melee, it's one attack, freeze and freeze, uh, one inch reach. Uh, you have a Carl, add one to his attacks. Uh, molten Rock Bolts, add one to damage for attacks that target monsters. In addition, if any wounds are inflicted on a monster, roll a dice on a four plus until the end of the unit's next turn, half that unit's move characteristics will subtract one from hit rolls made by the unit. So it's actually quite nasty if you um, multiple shoot the same monster. I think um, if any wounds stacks, are inflicted by no, it says if any wounds are inflicted on a monster by magma pike, magma pike missile weapons, so it's you only do it once. It's if if any wounds are inflicted. Yeah, but you roll your attacks indiv- like with one unit, then the next unit, right? So if you had mm. two units of half guard, if you shoot one, you did some wounds on a four plus. Half its move subtract one from its hit rolls. The next unit shoots does a wound. Roll a dice on a four plus. You do it again, right? Yeah. I, I'm not. That's I'm how ma- I read it. Yeah, maybe that. That's how it reads. Maybe it wasn't intended that way. That might be. Um, or maybe it was intended that way. I don't know. It seems a bit. Yeah, I mean, you have to have like several units of these guys shoot the same thing and roll a four plus and all do wins. So 
It's like, yeah, I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah, um, I, I just think it says it, it, it's the in addition if any wounds. So it it doesn't specify that it's that unit. It just says if any wounds are inflicted by by magma pike missile weapons. I don't. Know, it's it sort of seems like it's only meant to happen once, but it looks like it happens multiple times. So yeah, yeah it's, I just, it's just a timing issue because yeah. you don't roll all your units and then roll this at the end, does it? No, it's, it's you'd roll one unit's attacks. Yeah. Then oh, it's done. Right, roll a dice. So I, yeah. I, it it doesn't say in well anyway. I, I'm pretty sure it it can stack, but that's just yeah. my my take on it. I might be wrong. Probably needs an FAQ. Um. So uh, Auric Halfguard, these guys 120 points, but they've got the Swarm Protectors roll. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to a friendly Fire Slayer hero that is not mounted on a magma drop within three of any units with this ability. On a 4+, plus, the wound or mortal wound is negated, and you must choose a friendly unit with this ability within three to suffer one mortal wound. Yeah, Basically, so they had, they had that before, the bounce thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and we've got Halfguard Berserkers. So half guard berserkers are two wounds, five up save. Um, these chaps are 120 points again for five. Um, I can't see someone taking a unit of 30 for 600 points. Wow. Um, then you get the is 60 wounds there, I guess. Yeah. Um, Berserker broadaxe two attack two inch reach two attacks freeze freeze rem one damage two. That's not a bad. That's a lot of damage if you have a big unit of these. Uh, each uh, arm of a fire edition unit is armed with one of the following: a broad axe or a pole pole axe. The pole axe is two attacks, freeze and freeze, no rend, one damage. I'm not quite sure why you would take. Oh, if the modified hit roll for an attack made by a flame strike pole axe is a six, it does two mortal wounds in addition to any normal damage. Yeah, so mm, there's. Both of them are strong. Mm. Roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to this unit. Add two to the roll. If there are friendly fire slayer heroes within ten on a six, the wound is negated. So wow. they get a four up. Ignore these guys as well. Yeah. I mean, there is a um, plus one attack rune for that yeah. turn. So three attacks each, rend one damage two threes and threes. Get them all the re rolls and stuff as well. That that's still- a, that's a ton of damage. I still think you'd do the mortal wound explode, don't you? Yeah, probably. I mean, you'd roll them both out. I imagine that the mortal wounds probably equal out to more damage in the end anyway. I think so. Yeah, they're quite cool. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's all Is there only actually three units then? Yeah. Half the guard, all berserkers and berserkers. Yeah, everything else is a hero. That's why... You probably think every army looks like a, the same bunch of dudes. Yeah, it basically there's no is. unridden magma drop. That's interesting. I, I thought that would have like slid in as another unit option. Mm, I don't think you can. The model allows you to do it because it's got like a throne on it, like molded in. I think. Um. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. Um, formations then. Yeah. So we'll skip the um, grand feud because I don't think you could take it. So, Lord of the Lodge. Um, so, this one is a Auric Rune Father in keyword bolds so that could be on a Magma Joff. Uh, one Auric Rune Master, one Battlesmith, one unit of Half Guard Berserkers. Oathbound Guardians, if a unit of Half Guard Berserkers from this battalion is wholly within 12 of a hero from the same battalion at the start of the combat phase, and after 
the that unit has fought in combat phases for the first time, when it's your turn to pick a unit to fight uh, later in the same phase, it can fight for a second time. Of they're really loving this pile in and fight multiple times shenanigans, aren't they? But it is when you you have to pick it again, so it's not like twice in a row. So you can fight with them, then you get hit back, then you fight again. Yeah. It's like a second pick. But but actually, we, we just talked about these guys. If you had the... Um, they could be battle if you've got an Auric Runefather as your general, which you have to take an Auric Runefather in here. You could be on a Magma Draft. You're probably going to be in 12 with a he- of a hero because that, that gives you all your buffs. If you took a big unit, I mean, you might take a 600-point unit of these guys in this formation. And have them fight multiple times. And just fight twice and, give, and just buff yeah. the fuck out of them. I mean, these. This is a hundred and forty point formation, but I, it'd be pretty scary, right? Yeah, I mean, even if you only took like a unit of twenty, it's still forty wounds. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's, it's more than that. It's uh, forty attacks, doing more two more wounds on every six. Yeah. Plus, you can buff that re-roll, pop, pop it, pop it as well, and get sixty attacks out with the with the pipes mm-hmm. and whatever. I oh, know that's just the normal dudes, isn't it? <laughs> Then mm. uh, Warrior Kinbad, one Auric Rune Sun, and uh, the keyword bold, so that could be on a, a Magma Draft. Three units of uh, Volkite Berserkers. Uh, you can use Berserk, Berserk Fury ability for one Berserkite, Berserker unit in this battalion twice in the same battle if it's wholly within 12 of Auric Rune Sun. So that's the, um, you get to pilot attack when you die, so you can do that twice on the same unit. It's okay. I don't think it's anything to write home about, but it is all your battle line in a one drop. Yeah, um, so it's decent command point artifact as well. One forty points again. Yeah. Um, then you've got the Forge Brethren, so it's one Auric Rune Smiter, and three units of Half Guard, and they get the Bulwark of Molten Stone. So obviously, having a Rune Smiter as your general doesn't make these battle line you have to have a rune master it re- actually looking at it it's not in keyword bold as well so you couldn't take a rune master on magma drop oh you can't because there isn't one it's a rune smiter on magma drop okay yeah it's a bit of a shame um but anyway um the start of the enemy hero phase you can pick one friend unit holy than 18 of any units of auric half guard from if you do add one to save rolls for attacks that target that unit until the start of your next hero phase, one friendly unit holding an eighteen plus one save. Yeah. Oh, it's it's weird you do it at the start of the enemy hero phase. I guess it's because it's it's buffing your save, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Timing's weird, but I like it. It's cool. I guess you can't use it offensively then in that way. So you can't give yourself the defence and then charge them. No. They have to charge you. Yeah. But, but it does mean cool. that you can use it in their turn if you go second. Yeah. Or if they're going first, you could yeah, use so it I mean, to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if yeah, they're going it. first to mitigate a alpha strike. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, I don't know. That's that's okay. Forge Brethren 160 points. That's it for formations. There's not really many, really. Um, so quite interesting. There seems to be a lot of ways to buff saves, like loads. <laughs> I mean, you've got the you've got the prayer. That's plus one save, right? You've got the the battlesmith. 
so the save. the banner you've got the nuggets um the nugget gold yeah i'm pretty um, sure there was a trait or something in there as well yeah you've got um i think one of the runes um basically does something around it as well um so what would it be um yeah, it's, all, in, it's hit rolls and stuff there isn't it improve rend yeah. hit rolls bravery movement yeah so there's not one in not one in the runes yeah okay um is it a train um there's one for the general i'm will yeah so there's a command trait that gives you plus one save that target the general um then I'm and they get sure. their four up ignore as well on some of the units so you can make some really tanky units i mean they always were you've got uh braces of ember iron as well which is add one save that's berserkers and doom seekers so there's quite a lot of ways to buff saves i mean obviously it looks like mortal wounds will be the problem with against this army they haven't got a lot of ways to defend against it um so the drop helm i really like you know if you're playing a magma drop heavy army i still think the amount of mortal wounds you can drop out of a magma drop army is amazing um, yeah it's just it's just pretty pretty un, pretty disgusting um it, you've even got the you can worsen rend against you and you can reroll save rolls of one for magma dross within six of this model so you can have one magma drop with the artifact that allows you to is it a drop helm drop helm yeah reroll hit hit rolls for attacks made by claws and horns by friendly magma dross within six and give it the Ashhorn ancient reroll save rolls of one that target this model and friendly magma drops within yeah. six and then you give you the other like magma a, drops all the rend ignore yeah um, all the extra damage and stuff so you can you can do a really sweet little set of this guy buffs this guy and that aura buffs these and so it's, yeah exactly. some cool stuff with the with the um, and you can if you've got the forge you can stoke the forge once battle to re-roll save rolls of one yeah, um, so you get so that table wide mystic shield once. Yeah, so there's some there's some decent stuff in here. Um, um, what's the allies? So the allies, you've got dispossessed, iron world arsenal, Karajan overlords, and stormcast. So, um, you know that there is some. I I I don't know if there is some deep. I mean, I know there was a popular. Fire Slayer army that had um, uh, Celestant Prime, yeah, as as an ally. Um, I don't I don't know what would be decent because um, to be honest, that when you think about like the shooting of like Iron World Arsenal, like they're not really that I scary. Think, if anything, you ally in some Cradron for some shooting. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have thought about before when you you take like Sky Wardens and with like drill cannons and and volley guns, and you just have like three units that move twelve that capture objectives that can shoot. Um, just to get round the slowness of the army, but I think Magma Drops are so quick, and they're good. You could just take Magma Drops. I I think because you could take basically five Magma Drops in a Lofnir army. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> and you know there are any. 240 260 points i mean in a thousand points like you're basically playing like 1200 points for your magma drops does that's that, your five heroes does the lofnir thing make them battle line as well no 
No, okay. So you'd need to take like three units of Volkites or, you know, if you've got Auric Halfguard as battle line or berserkers because you've got um, one of them as your general. So Auric Runefather or Magmajoth, 280, be your general. Then berserkers become battle line. So it's... Berserkers are expensive now though, aren't they? A unit of 30 is what, 480 points, isn't it? So... They are really good though. Yeah. Like it's if you compare them to like Liberators, five Tomb Wound models with their special rules, they probably are 120 points. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was looking at Volkite Berserkers. Sorry, not um Half Guard Berserkers, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. But effectively, the Volkites is 80 points for five, and if you look at them, they're like the you know the, there's 10 wounds, so 160 points for for 20 wounds. Yeah. I mean, I know they look expensive, but I, I'm not so sure. I don't, obviously, you're not going to see the same style army as before, are you? Which is, what, three blocks of 30 and a couple of 10s and then a few characters? Because it would just be too expensive. I'm just adding up, basically, if you took three units of Berserkers or uh, as your battle line, and then you took um, five Magma Drops, so two, right. rune, two Rune Smiters, two Rune smun, Sons, and a Rune Father... Um, and then you've still got, um, you've still got three hundred and sixty points left. So you could, you'd probably take the banner. What's what that dude's called? Smith. And then he's like what one hundred and forty. Yeah. And then you've got two hundred and twenty points left. So you probably take some of the incantation stuff because they're decent. Yeah, or try and slot a little formation in there, maybe. Uh, I Although think if you he... take if you're taking all of the um, thingies, the choppy uh, monsters, the magma drops, then there probably isn't really much. Maybe you take the one there with is, three units. There is a formation Kinbad, where you... warrior Kimbad. There is this one, the Uric Rune Smiter, and three units of half guard. Yeah, the Forge Brethren. So that one there, you could take, and that's one sixty. Yeah. And so that does de- give you an extra artifact. Yeah. So that gives you 60, 60 which, which is you could what? take the flame spitter. Flame spitter for 60. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So. I'm interested to see what people come up with for this. I, I Honestly, I think five magma dross with that, with the banner, and give them all that molten breath thing, apart from one, which you give the rerolls. You take the two of them are rune sons and they get the re-rolls. They're within six of each other as well. So yeah. you, you've got like re-roll to hit and wound and you've got the breath weapons and you can are oh, just and the command abilities and you probably take the um the obviously take the Droth Helm as your artifact for the formation, which is probably why you take the formation. Cause you can re-roll saves then. Yeah. As it saves, no. Say, uh, Drothhelm is... Um, uh, hit rolls. Hit rolls. Yeah. For claws and horns. So and it makes your army so much better if you, like, quad... I mean, that's five Magma Dross. That's, what, 14 wounds each with a yeah. four-up save, but that's a three-up save with the banner with the two nuggets. You can get them to a one-up save. Yeah. Pop that's, the army-wide Mystic Shield, re-roll the ones as well. And how many like mortal wounds is that? That's like five d six mortal wounds. Yeah, I don't know. It, I think that's a pretty cool army. 
I mean, like for me, that's really appealing because I don't really like the normal models, but I really like the Magma Dross. Yeah. And you think about how fun that would be to paint. You've got five Magma Dross. You could take the big, um, um, what is it called? Um, not the Flame Spitter, but the other dude, the um, Infernoth model. You've got yeah. the Battle Forge. You've got the banner guy on foot, and you've got like three units of half guard. And then, I mean, you could make those the guys with the guns. Yeah. Auric half guard. And they could become battle line if you've got an Auric rune master, which is the guy with the banner, I think. No, no, it's the battlesmith. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't be able to take that unless you dropped. The rune master's the guy on foot. So you'd have yeah. to tweak around and just do like four magma drops or something. Yeah. I'll just take the other one. I don't think there's a formation for them either. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing in here that you look at and just go, this is going to dominate or anything. There's nothing like really silly. The the whole like massive buffs to saves might be a bit frustrating if you're an army that doesn't have much rend or more wound output, that's for sure. Oh yeah, it's the command trait, isn't it? Explosive charge. I'd want to charge rolls as well from Lofnir. Yeah. I yeah. In your shooting phase, pick an enemy unit within 12 of a Lofnir priest. Add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made by magma pikes. Oh, okay, so if you do have the magma pikes, then that command ability makes more difference. So, yeah, uh, it's okay. So, and the magma pikes are from the um, or half, half guard. guard, not the half guard berserkers. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. It's weird because I've never really been that impressed with um, with fire slayers. They've not been my. Well, it's a new book anyway, so it will be. It'll be very difficult to compare it to the old book in terms of like, oh well, the old book was really good at this because everything's different now. It's like you know, the the big spammy units are all gone. Holding objectives might be a bit of a a different different one for them now because he can't just flood it with battle shock immune berserkers that pop up. I I just think you take five magma drops and you just smash the shit out of people. Yeah, it could they, be fun. They're just. You know, they're just really good for the points. Um, yeah. Power-wise, where do you think they sit then? Um, I think they're just very limited in what you can put in the army. Yeah, only having three units is kind of... Uh, that's Again, that's why they don't really appeal to me too much. But then, it's the same with Nurgle, though. If you don't branch out into Slaves to Darkness and stuff, you have Plague Bearers, Plague Drones... Like, in terms of viable choices, yeah, you're quite yeah. limited. I th- I think for me, um, it's very hard to say. I think there might be a list that's quite strong. I don't think they're up there with the stuff that's dominating. Oh, they're not scaven, that's for sure. But honestly, I think the army's quite solid, and it would be. I think you could compete. I think you're gonna have to play, get a little bit of luck, and play for your skin to beat some of the top tier stuff. But, um. I actually think it would be quite easy to underestimate the, the damage this army could do. Um, I don't know. I think it's strong. I think the... Um, I, I think you... Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, it's hard to say. Need, need to see some games. Need to see, hoping, yeah, need to see some play. Uh, this is obviously out this weekend, so it will be at South Coast. Yeah, yeah, it's legal. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Like, Carl from War Chiefs has obviously been rocking his, his Fire Slayers in the past. Maybe he'll... 
He'll turn up and take the event out with Fire Slayers. I know, like, Carl Breakspear's been excited about this, and also, because um, I've played him before with his Fire Slayers, because he's collected for a long time, uh, and he's local to me. Um, and actually, also, Ricky, um, sort of quite excited about the Fire Slayers, so um, I'd like to see somebody do well with them. I think, for me, it appeals to me as an army painting like the monsters. I don't really like armies with loads of infantry. I don't like dwarf models of any. I've never liked dwarfs. I never played dwarfs in computer games. Like I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like dwarf characters. Like they look kind of cool. Like maybe if I paint some, I might change my mind. I've got a couple of heroes I'm, I'm going to paint. So, um, I don't know. Just they, they never like appealed to me too much but then i did watch the um the third hobbit where you had that massive battle with all the, yeah. the dwarfs and you're like mm, i don't know maybe i could do a dwarf army <laughs> i um i've always liked dwarfs i i, I remember when i was younger my brother had skaven and i had dwarfs and um i used to sit we used to go to uh, my parents i used to go camping and in august and we used to go down to like the dorset steam fair and i'm not really interested in that uh and i used to sit and and we'd go in the sh- normally there for a week. We'd go in the show a couple of days. We'd go in the evenings for like the entertainment and the beer tent. But in the day, we'd just paint. And me and my brother used to sit in the tent and paint. And just um, I churned out like a whole dwarf army and had all like the flame cannon and the old slayers and all in metal, all painted. And really enjoyed painting them. I don't know what it was. It's like the bit of skin, the metal, the beards, nice bit of dry brushing on the hair. Just really fun to paint. Um, the only thing about the fire slayer models that puts me off is the runes in the skin. Yeah, I mean you could file them smooth. Because the problem I have with it is that you want to blend the skin, and the runes just get in the way of your brush strokes. And then I just think it's it's like a, it makes the model a pain to paint. It's not fun. I think if you were doing them, you could do a really good job with like series D. Because what you could do is do like stippling. To, to do like the skin and the hair you could dry brush separately because it's the heads you can do separately and then you could just block in all the metallics and then you could block in the runes and then just do like washes and I think they'd look really good I think you could really because actually like the skin itself you could stipple um, I don't know I mean for me I'm not I and mean, they never been an army that's appealed to me um I do love the Magma Droth models. I think they're they're just fantastic. But you don't... I remember we went to the Warhammer Fest and there was the one that, that picked up, a, uh, I think it won one of the monster category. Yeah, it won the monster category. And you're like, oh, I really do like the Magma Droths. Yeah. But no one really ever, ever bothered with them. Well, they weren't very good. So I think now they're viable. Um, but I, I still think some of the units are decent... Um, I think the book's just a little bit limited. It, it, you know, when all you've got is guys on foot with different weapons, and then loads of heroes, there isn't a lot you can do. I think they need, they need something like a cavalry unit or or some like monstrous thing. Or I know they've got mag- they've got basically got magma drops and dudes on foot. It's like okay, but it doesn't really have enough variety. In the army, I mean, at least Deepkin, you've got like eels, sharks, turtles, and you've got the Namati, so you've got like bowmen and, and combat, so you've got a little bit more range. I think the fire slayers are just a little bit limited for me, so I don't think I would collect them. I like the Karadrons, and they're similarly limited, but um, 
the models I much prefer. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, if I had to do one, at least there is an army now that I could do because I'd have to paint five magma drops and fifteen dudes, and then that's done. So. <laughs> Yeah, fair um, enough. Um, cool. What about you? For you, where do you think they sit? Do you think they're good or? I I need to see them, but I think they're probably below corn. So if you think what Skaven are pretty much up there, Beastmen are pretty strong right now. Stormcast are always relevant. I think um, Stormcast have dropped off a bit because there's so many more mortal wounds out there. Yeah, that is true. Because um, if you look at, like, the arm, even at the Masters, they kind of didn't quite have the same impact I thought they would when you're seeing, like, the Sequitas and all these lists and, the, you know, the, and they just don't do it. They just don't get over the line. And then you look at the, like, the Mortal Wound output in, like, the Flesh Eaters, the Skaven, the this army can do loads of Mortal Wounds. And you're just thinking, if I'm playing Stormcast, it's just every book just just feels like a bit of a hit to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I I think these are a bit of a hidden gem. I think I think you'll see in podium. Yeah. Yeah. I I I would like that. That'd be quite cool. I think you'd have to be someone who played him a while. You know how it works, and you you've played well. But I think there's a few lists in here that. The, the the magma drop kind of cascade army I think is really strong. I just I just think the amount of mortal wounds you can put out, you can decimate hordes. Um, you know, with the oh okay, I do mortal wounds for the breath, I charge you, I do mortal wounds for the command ability, I use the tail, do mortal wounds, I attack you, I do loads of damage, and then you're then killing all the characters with the same mortal wound breaths, you know, on a 50-50 take D6 mortal wounds. It's just like and they're tough, and then they bounce wounds back as mortals as well. I mean, it's even even like someone like Nagash. If you get five magma drops, just attack him. He'd probably kill him, like quite quite comfortably. I think um, the fact that you've got they're quite quick as well. Movement twelve. I mean that that is fast. Um, yeah, and you can buff their movement as well with other bits and pieces, can't you? So. Yeah, there's loads of like pluses to charge, reroll charges, and um, you've got the run and charge. You've got the the defensive on them is so good with the banner. Okay, I'm at you know I'm at plus one save. I've popped my nuggets. I've got more save. I've got reroll ones from the forge. Uh, you've got the actual if you wanted to use the wall, the wall they can run through it like they can fly, and it blocks movement and line of sight. You could literally have two magma dross with defensive artifacts with a lot a wall between the two of them and then the other two sat behind it and then you could then charge over the top of it because you can fly so i think there's some i think there's some good lists in there i know i'm talking a lot about magma dross but i just i just think it's the more interesting thing because the other stuff's been there and they've been toned down a little bit so but i think the magma dross make the army a lot more interesting yeah well it's going to be good to see how they get on at south coast yeah, I'm not sure how if we'll see many, but hopefully we will. So, um, yeah, I think that about wraps up this show for the Fire Slayers. So uh, let's let's see what people do with them. Hopefully, we'll see a few of them kicking around the top tables, and we'll see some Magma Dross uh, breathing the shit out of stuff for their mortal wounds. It'll be good fun. I mean, yeah, that's what you want to see. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, um, thanks for listening, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you soon. 
Cool. Cheers, Em. Bye. Bye. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.